Dr. Katrina Fury, a psychiatrist. And I'm Portia Pendleton, a licensed clinical social worker. And And this this is Analyze Scripts, a podcast where two shrinks analyze the depiction of mental health in movies and TV shows. Our hope is that you learn some legit info about mental Mm -hmm. health while feeling like you're chatting with your girlfriends. There is so much misinformation out there and it drives us nuts. And if someday we pay off our student loans or land a sponsorship, like with a lay flat airline or a major beauty brand, even better. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your DSM-5 and enjoy. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome back to another episode of Analyze Scripts. I'm here as always with my co-host, Dr. Katrina Fury, a psychiatrist, and I am Portia Pendleton, a licensed clinical social worker practicing as a therapist. Yes. We're really excited to dive into today's um, episode. We both watched me for the first time, you for the thousandth time, time yeah. um, at the movie Inside Out. Yeah, Disney Pixar yep. movie. Yeah, I was... Um, Yeah, I've seen this movie a bazillion times, but I love it every single time. And I remember I first saw it when it came out a couple of years back. I was just going into my second year of psych residency at Yale. And me and a couple of my co-residents went to the movie theater together and like watched this all together. And it was so great. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was such a great depiction of emotions and development. And we'll totally get into all of it. But I just really love this movie. Do you remember? like talking about it or what you guys thought like right after like did anything stick with you anything that anybody said or like um oh i think so much of it i think we loved the depiction of the different types of memory mm-hmm. um and like when they're on the train like trying to get back to riley's um what do they call it? The control center yeah. or something? Um, just like going through the different lands of the brain. Mm-hmm. And it was like so well done. Yeah. Um, one thing I remember we all talked about was like, I wonder how they came up with the five main emotions. Um, cause they're, they were anger, disgust, fear, sadness, and joy. And I always thought disgust, that was the one where I was like, hmm. I wonder how they came up with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember we sort of spent some time talking about that. Yeah. So just like a little premise, if you hadn't, if you haven't seen it, I do recommend it's like short, it's silly. Mm. I feel like you can pause it and put it back Mm -hmm. on. Um, But it's about a a child who 
12-ish. Yeah. Most of the story takes place when she's, you know, in that age range. Mm -hmm. But, like, you first kind of see her as a baby. Mm -hmm. And the movie kind of goes through her experience with, like, really, really, I'd say, like, innate basic Mm -hmm. emotions to Mm -hmm. developing more complex Complex emotions. Right. All in the context of a big move. Yep. A major life transition um, when Riley and her family move from Minnesota to San Francisco. And it was just like so well done Um, and just so amazing. I thought even like picking her age was spot on. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like we go from seeing her have these like five primitive, very separate emotions to being able to start integrating Mm -hmm. different feelings and hold on to them at the same time. And that's like exactly around the time I think psychologically that would be able to happen. Um, And just throwing in the move and how that sort of disrupts her feelings Mm -hmm. and showing the tension between her own inner feelings and what she thinks her parents want her to feel and then rebelling a little bit at the end. It was just so great. I really loved it. It was such a unique concept and interesting um, premise and Mm -hmm. way to depict you know, psychological development in childhood as you move into adolescence. And like what really does, I think it just gives kids and Mm -hmm. adults like a really good picture of like what happens in your brain. I know. I like to think of it and I feel like it would be nice to even explain maybe to some people, Mm -hmm. maybe I guess a little bit younger, but I think adults too, like that this is what happens. Yes, it's more like technical and it's not as pretty. Our brains are like gray, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, you know, the control center with Mm -hmm. like, you know, the emotions kind of working together or, you know, sometimes in conflict. Right. And then how our memories are stored and like them directing each way. Like it just, it's like, that is what happens. Right. Right. And I think it Mm. does give language and imagery to little kids about this stuff. Um, And, you know, I've, I've heard children say like depict their anger, Mm -hmm. they're turning red and just like that guy. And, you know, I just think it's like, it's so great. Mm -hmm. I just loved it. So Inside Out also has a pretty all-star cast. Mm -hmm. um, And I think some of the voices is I recognized but couldn't place. And now mm-hmm. that, you know, we kind of took a, a deep dive into that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love them. So yeah. we have Amy Poehler, who plays kind of the main lead, which mm-hmm. is Joy. Which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, what a perfect yep. casting decision. Her voice, her, her cadence, her tone. I feel like it's very joyful. Very joyful. <laughs> she was great. And then we have Mindy Kaling, who did um, the disgust characters. Her I didn't perfect. place at all. Really? I think now, if I listened back, I probably would, but... Um, and she did a great job too, right? Yes. Like it was perfect. Yep. And then we have Bill Hader as Fear. That one I didn't place till I like looked mm-hmm. it up. Um, and I was like, that's so great. Like they're just so yes. perfect. And um, Lewis Black is Anger, who was like one of my favorites. Again, I really love the depiction of anger. Yeah. Um, and I'm so curious about how different creative people like put anger into imagery and words and everything. Whoops. You liked Angry Man yes, and shrinking, shrinking too. I so I just That's interesting. That. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um and then who else did we have for sadness? We had um, the woman from The Office oh, that yeah, you were Phyllis really excited Smith. about. <laughs> okay, if you have seen The Office, you know how her voice is. And so please, if you have not seen Inside Out, like just picture her character and her tone mm-hmm. and how she talks. Just as this little short blue blob of sadness. I know. Like, walking around and, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Oh. It's like you can, it, she's perfect, perfect for the role. And like, also oh. like 
the way they drew these five main emotions was also perfect. Yes. Right? We have Joy, who's like taller and wearing this bright blue dress. And I think she's got like blue hair and she's like bopping around mm-hmm. all zoom, 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 yep. zooming everywhere. And we have sadness, yeah. a little blue Eeyore blob with glasses yeah. and a turtleneck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have Disgust, who's green and kind of like sassy yeah. and wearing jewelry and her hair's a little mm-hmm. flippy. And then anger is like a big red square. Yeah. And then fear is just this like little string, string bean <laughs> of like something that could just like melt into yeah. the floor. Yeah. Right. And I was just like, it's so great. Yes. I loved yes. it. Um, and then the human characters were also really interesting and pivotal. So we have Diane Lane, who voiced Riley's mom. Um, we had Kyle McLaughlin, who voiced Riley's dad. And then Riley herself was played by an actress named Caitlin Diaz. Um, and they've all been in a lot of, you know, different um, movies and TV shows mm-hmm. themselves. So it really was an all-star cast. Yeah. Um, oh, and how could I forget Bing Bong? Um, what did you think about Bing Bong? So Bing Bong was the imaginary friend, yes, right? So I thought elephant. his character was so sweet. The only time I got a little teary-eyed was in the movie where um, I think Bing Bong kind of realizes that, like, mm-hmm. he is, like, he's supposed to kind of fade into, you know, your childhood experience and not kind of follow you to mm-hmm. adolescence. So he, like, helps Joy get back to the yeah. main switchboard so she can help mm-hmm. Um Help Riley. Yeah, help Riley out. Yeah, yeah, I know. So beautiful. So Bing Bong was played by Richard Kind, who is an actor that I, I wouldn't know that name off the top of my head, but I know him. Like when I look at him mm-hmm. and he voices like all these different, um, you know, funny characters like on Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, Mad About You. Um, he's just a really a funny comedian. Um, yeah. So, um, where do we start? So I liked. The first scene a lot because I feel like it's really kind of accurate with what babies see. Mm -hmm. So it's like the first emotion that kind of shows up is joy, right? And it's like you're kind of awe at the world. You you don't see very well, but Mm -hmm. like you can see your parents' faces, right? They're really close to you and they're really happy. They're Mm -hmm. smiling. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think that was just like a really beautiful moment. And then (laughs) very quickly, yeah, I think sadness right comes in. I thought it was anger, like when she starts crying. Yeah, maybe it was sad. I don't know which one of those. And it was just like a lot. Yeah, Yeah, it was so. That one, like, took over, right? Like, (laughs) you know, change my diaper. I'm hungry. Like, this is how I get my need met. I don't know how to speak Yes, it was so funny. And how they show them taking over so quickly, Mm -hmm. like, at the switchboard. I just just loved. And I love the parents' reactions, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So I I just really liked that scene in general. I thought it was really accurate again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and kind of a good introduction to like all the characters and, and how the emotions kind of show up at mm-hmm. different stages of early, early development. Right. Early, mm-hmm. super, super yeah. early development. So totally. fear, right? Like fear mm-hmm. is really appropriate because it does keep us safe. It helps, you know, kids. I think she was like hopping over a mm-hmm. cord, which mm-hmm. again is like safe, but like, but whoa, to whoa, a child like, that age is really this? scary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So fear was like warning her. Yes. And then disgust came in and was like, I think it was funny about the broccoli. Yes, the broccoli pizza. Like, what is this? It's green. Like, I can't take this. She has a temper tantrum then. Yes. Like, and also like the, yeah. And then how that carries over to when they're in San Francisco. Yes. And like, they thought like, oh, let's go get some pizza. Yep. This will be safe. This will, you know, Riley brings that up. She can tell her parents are stressed because the moving van doesn't show up and there's fighting. And she's like, let's go get some pizza. Then they show up and it's like, San Francisco, probably like vegan broccoli mm-hmm. pizza. And I remember Anger was like, they can't even get pizza right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
It was just, it was so sweet. So I think just knowing about, right, like child brain development, Mm -hmm. um, I think we could go off on a really long tangent here that Mm -hmm. I will, you know, try to shorten. But (laughs) I really wanted to kind of just talk about like child brain elasticity and why children can be so resilient. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, their brain is still forming. Mm -hmm. They're still making all these connections in their, you know... um, synapses yeah. oh nice they're science all fire word. firing Love science words so i think that was really cool and then when we see um later on in the movie we see like the long-term memory oh, like shapes it. and it looks like yes. right like, the, like yes it looks like a brain yeah. the, what, the salsi and the yep. gyri of the yep. brain exactly mm-hmm. i know and then when they had all the memories there as these like beautiful little globes yep that all like had at the beginning like one color. It was like mm-hmm. one main color. It was like, you know, yellow for joy, blue for sadness, green for disgust, red for anger, and then purple for fear, I think. Mm-hmm. And then as we progress into adolescence, they start being multiple colors. And that's at first when joy was like, ah, sadness, yeah. don't touch this. You're going to ruin the core memory. Um, and sadness is like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean mm-hmm. to. And um, that tension between joy and sadness the whole time, like chef's kiss moi like wow and then the fact that at the end like sadness was the hero of the day being able to like sit with your authentic feelings Mm -hmm. in this big move and missing your friends and approaching adolescence it was so beautiful there was a powerful moment with um sadness comforting Mm -hmm. was it bing bong I think so. Um, and like Bing Bong was really upset crying and then sadness like sat down mm-hmm. and offered, you know, her ear and it was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, like that's really sad. I know. And Joy, you know, up until this point was like really trying to avoid, right? Like any yes. uncomfortable emotions, specifically sadness, right. feeling it like as unhelpful. Like it's going to hurt Riley. Right. right. And so Joy at that moment was like, whoa, like how did you do that? Because mm-hmm. Bing Bong is like be able to regulate himself after sadness mm-hmm. helps him. And Mm -hmm. Sadness was just like, yeah, like that's, I just, I just sat with him and I was sad. And again, (laughs) that's like, that's what we all need to learn, Mm -hmm. right? Is that it's okay to feel sad or any of these other authentic feelings and a big mix of all the emotions and to sit with it and validate. Even when she like got on Bing Bong's level, Mm -hmm. it's like such a good depiction. Yeah. Um, And again, Joy, I feel like. If Riley developed with Joy still steering the ship the whole time, you could totally see her turn into like a toxic positivity type mm-hmm. of person. Like can't yep. can't acknowledge any sadness, like has right. to turn away from it all the time. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. And I loved the depiction of the different types of memory. Yeah. You know, we have like long-term memory, short-term memory, facts. I loved the bubblegum jingle, how it just like pops into your head, mm-hmm. even if you don't want it. And then do there, you have a jingle in my head? Yeah. Like, do you have like a commercial or like a song? Cause um, I totally have like five. Yeah. What are yours? So the, um, JG Wentworth commercial yes. called JG <laughs> Wentworth 877 cash, cash now. now or something. Yeah. <laughs> 877 cash now. Don't, don't, don't you ever forget that. Yeah. And then the one from a long time ago that was like education connection connected for free. Yeah. Education mm-hmm. connect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. About like, ed- like connecting you to colleges yeah. and yeah. stuff. It's oh, a my long gosh. song that yes. I'm sure I knew the entire thing at one point, but like, um, oh, I'm such a like music hook person mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. 
I think that's too why they make us, which um, this made me think of it when they were in long-term memory and the like cleanup crew comes in and they're throwing away some of the presidents. And they let's keep Lincoln, let's keep George Washington. I was like, that's so relatable. But I had, I learned a song when I was little to remember the presidents. So I remember probably like the first 10, um, it's like Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Moon, Buren. And then I don't remember. Right. But songs are mm -hmm. helpful. With memory, for sure. That's so funny. No, I, and I loved that depiction of like how certain songs and things like that get stuck in your mm-hmm. memory and how like they were thinking about getting rid of that, but they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and it like would come up at other points. Yes. It was so they, funny. And they, the little like um, cleanup crew like thinks mm-hmm. it's funny. They're like, well, we're, we'll send up this jingle to Maine, you know, central office. Yeah. And, and, and they like, do play at some point. Yeah, and they, they do. And they all of a sudden, you know, get that memory like, up to again. it. Yeah. It was just, and again, then I think so at relatable. other points you see like the parents also hearing it and they're yeah. Own version of the emotions i love the parents having yes. their own versions like when they were at the um the the table like in their first night in their apartment or not the first night but like you know trying to talk to riley and she's like really cranky after mm-hmm. uh, that day of school and how the like uh hockey tryouts didn't go well and mom is trying to like signal a dad like i need some help here she's real cranky um and you see the mom's emotions being like, oh, send the signal to dad. Oh, he's not getting it. Yeah. Why do we give up that, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Brazilian yeah. uh, musician? And then they show so- him. <laughs> they, so they like project this like, you know, past love with interest yeah. to mom's vision in front of dad. So she like can tolerate dad, it feels like. Yeah. And I thought it was funny or I noticed that all the emotions in mom and dad's brain all had like the same hairstyle yes. <laughs> like like the adult versions yes. yeah and then when um when dad finally like gets the hint and he's like so Riley how was your day and all the mom feelings are like oh god yeah no, no. we just asked that Jerry responded poorly <laughs> no. mm-hmm. um yeah no I, I thought that's so funny I just loved it um and then when like dad's anger and Riley's anger are both like coming together yeah um, it's just so I loved it. Yeah. Um, Some other things I loved about the depiction of memory was how they have to like go down again, the windy hallways to try to sort of like crawl their way out. Um, And then how (laughs) Joy, like when she was trying at the beginning to get sadness to like go away so she could save the day, she was like, here, sadness, read this. It's like this like (laughs) huge um, like binder about memory storage Mm -hmm. or something. And it just conveys like how complicated it is. And it is super complicated. Um, And it's like Joy would not read it mm-hmm. right and then later on it turns out it was really helpful that sadness yeah. did read it and knew kind of like what to do or where yep. to go um i really liked that too yeah no i think it was wonderful it's something that i thought of that wasn't really like in the movie but made me you know just kind of reflect on is that i got the sense that um or, or it made me think about like trauma mm-hmm. and how to a degree like all children and babies like start out mm-hmm. like more on the same page and only really different by like genetics right so it's mm-hmm. like you have your own genetic makeup um etc and then it's well, like we're put into I mean, different unless, environments unless there are the pregnancy was tough or the delivery is tough sure, sure, you know sure, stuff sure. like that yeah. could already start the trauma that's true you know horm- cortisol firing and, and things like that yeah but i hear what you're saying i know i think i know where you're going here so then they like again it's like you have the opportunity mm-hmm. 
literally maybe at birth a little bit different totally good point and then it's like all these things can happen to yes, you at right? different stages right. and ages so mm-hmm. like whether it's really positive um experiences really scary experiences mm-hmm. but it's like all of those things we think of like right nature versus nurture mm-hmm. like impact us mm-hmm. so i think that if riley in the movie hadn't been able to um speak with parents or if mm-hmm. parents hadn't been as supportive right or nurturing or like able to provide like that level of connection like it's mm-hmm. really a beautiful moment when they're all hugging at the end and like riley is then able to like share really difficult yes. things but then she feels better i know but, like just if that had happened i know when she was able to right. say like i know you want me to be happy right. but i'm so sad right. and like that's huge for so a huge young child to be able to verbalize and then and then to have a really positive response right so i think it's like this movie did a good job at showing like like ideally and what does happen a lot you know but like when it doesn't happen that's mm-hmm. when you know our kind of predisposition so yeah um might kind of be triggered in mm-hmm. in specifically eating disorder um <laughs> treatment i'm thinking of like we say often that like genetics loads the gun and your environment can pull the trigger so oh, it's like if she yeah. had a a predisposition maybe for anxiety um, depression or, or anxiety mm-hmm. it's like something like this could really bring that to the surface yeah. versus just like a situational right like she's sad like this right. is a difficult change right. so that's what i was kind of like carrying through the movie and then it just yeah. made me think of um even more so like the aces study yes. right like um so all like environmental stressors and traumas yes. that we can go through that make us more likely to experience mental health disorders 100%. medical issues 100 so so and on that note as a little teaser for mm. a future episode i think we should watch this movie called the florida project did you ever see that no and talk about the ACES study because it's it's a very different movie yeah. from Inside Out, yeah. where they show a lot of trauma that mm-hmm. a, a young child's exposed to. And anyway, stay tuned yeah. if you want something a little less lighthearted mm-hmm. down the road. Um, another thing I love, and 100% Portia, I love that point. I also love that they didn't, like the parents weren't perfect at yeah. this. Yes. You know, and yes. that they really did show sort of that tension within Riley between feeling like she needs to kind of be quote unquote strong mm-hmm. and happy for the family and for her dad. And her right. mom kind of says that directly at one point. And then it's sort of like, thank you so much for making this easier mm-hmm. and how that puts so much pressure on a kid. Again, like kind not, she wasn't intending to, right, right. it was meant to be, I think like an acknowledgement mm-hmm. of how quote unquote well she'd been doing and appreciation, but it just shows like that tension yeah. between Riley's authentic feelings and the feelings she feels like her parents want her to have. Mm-hmm. And again, so beautiful that the parents didn't just do it right. perfectly right from the start, right. but that they were able to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that they handled her uh, rebellion with like stealing the money mm-hmm. and getting on the bus in like a nurturing way. They didn't immediately chastise her or, or, right. or punish her or, you know, yell at her or, or put their own big feelings, which understandably would get triggered in a situation like that ahead of hers. Mm-hmm. They were like so glad she was safe, right. wanted to know what was going on, and then hopefully did have some kind of consequence mm-hmm. that felt, you know, appropriate you know like it shouldn't be without consequence but um at least my opinion um but uh they were really able Mm -hmm. to to meet her where she was at there which is beautiful yeah um what did you think about at the beginning when 
like joy and sadness were going back and forth over like their recollections of the same event in the past. Like the, oh, yes, yep. you know, like when, um, sadness was like feeling so sad. And so all of the gob globes or whatever we want to call them started like having a blue hue and joy. Mm-hmm. Like think of something happy. Think about, you know, this or that, or, you know, something. And, and sadness is like, Oh, I do love the rain. And, and Joy's like, oh, yeah, you know, jump in the puddles, you know, splash around. It's so much fun. She's like, I really like just standing there when the water fills my boots and, <laughs> and, run down to my ba- and runs down my back and I, and get, I get really cold. I get really cold. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, yeah, I remember oh, that movie when the dog, the dog died. died. Yeah. And, and Joy was like, don't think of that yeah. one. But that's sadness. <laughs> I know. And then at the end, that core memory, you know, when she starts to kind of lose the different islands, um, you know, family island, friendship island, hockey island, mm-hmm. you know, when they sort of remember that core memory together, that it. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, head eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com wasn't just like someone's, you know, scored the winning goal or didn't. Right. You know, it turns out that Riley was really sad, but then her team sort of came around her mm-hmm. and helped her feel better. And that's like such a beautiful, simplistic, common type of childhood experience to kind of learn how to integrate your emotions yeah. and hold on to two conflicting feelings right. simultaneously. Because then she was using anger to play hockey, mm-hmm. which was like a really appropriate yes. way to like get out some like aggression yes. or like some of that energy. And so it's like anger was allowed, right? To right. Step up. It wasn't just joy all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And I loved that they showed a girl playing hockey, mm-hmm. like a really aggressive sport. Yes. You know, I just loved that. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, did you? Um, you probably didn't, but also on Disney Plus, <laughs> like you know, like when you watch a movie, then they'll recommend like other things. Sure. So of course, you know, I have watched all of them because I have kids. Um, and they have like a little short where it's like Riley going on a date, and that's like really adorable. <laughs> that's cute because <laughs> I loved like at the end, um, or like toward the end when they're trying to get back, and they use her like 
um, crush. Mm-hmm. I would die for Riley. Yeah. Like they multiply mm-hmm. and like use them as a ladder. And then um, near the end, when she like bumps into a boy, and you oh see the boy's gosh. mind. I wrote like... that down. I thought it was hilarious <laughs> and like so sweet. It's like all the alarms <laughs> are going girls, off. Girls, girls, yeah, in his brain, and it's like they don't know what to do. He's like frozen, <laughs> and then Riley's like, uh, okay, bye. And then at the very end, I think the last line just cracks me up when they're like, ah. Like, Joy's like, ah, everything's great now. What could go wrong? We're making friends. We're 12. Like, what could go wrong? Yeah. And you're just thinking, like, puberty's coming. And they have the puberty <laughs> button on the screen. And they're like, what's that? And, like, it hasn't <laughs> gone off yet. It's like, yeah. just wait. Just wait. So that was so perfect. I would love to see a sequel mm-hmm. about puberty. Like, oh, my God. I would love to yeah, see that, that. That would be good. That, um, but you made a good point about, like, the parenting mm-hmm. not being perfect. Because I think what happened to Riley initially before there was kind of that repair is like a really common experience i think Mm -hmm. in childhood many people and it's not you know like a a, a trauma or Or, this big event or like malicious right you know these little misinterpretations Mm -hmm. where it's like if you had gone back and asked a parent is this what you meant they would Mm -hmm. be like no my gosh of course not like i'm so sorry that you know that's what you thought but Mm -hmm. like you know us wanting you to be strong was just like us our hope like we didn't Mm -hmm. want to put that on you i imagine them saying but like that happens a lot Right. People have a lot hard time talking about their parents. Yeah. You know, especially when they do like love them. Yeah. Yes, they always, I hear yeah. that a lot. Like I, f- I felt bad about what I said right. last time. And it's, it's usually when they're expressing yes. anger, fear, shame, mm-hmm. um, sadness, yeah. you know, things like that. I think that's what I was wondering about the five main emotions. Why did they pick disgust over something like shame? You know, mm. like I would, that was the, the, the disgust emotion was the one where I was like, I don't know if that would have been the fifth one I would have picked. What about you? I feel like they tried to frame it as it was also keeping Riley safe. Yeah. Like from, I mean, they said from being poisoned. Like, That's ha, true. Ha, ha, broccoli. But I feel like to me... It could have been fear's job. Yeah, that's what like I mean. Fear I feel like have disgust taken over. and fear were kind of But I think, on I, don't, the spectrum. I don't know if they, I think they should have included shame. That would have been nice. But I feel like shame is so complex Yeah, for kids. I don't think it is for adults. Right. And you still can feel shame as a kid. But I, I feel like maybe you don't have the words yeah, at that yeah. age yet. You know, that's, and as I was saying that, I was thinking like, well, um, Maybe they were thinking about like what are like primitive yeah. emotions, you know, and like because disgust is primitive, right? Right. right. Like I if you that. showed anything, something like rotten, even animals, animals right. know so like maybe when not why. to eat something. Maybe these are like the main primitive mm. feelings. Um, yeah, okay, that makes sense. All right, yeah, I'll give them a pass for that. Um, some other things I loved, like oh, I loved like the night shift when like. They would change over to the night and she's dreaming. And mm-hmm. I loved that her dreams as like a 12, 11, 12 year old girl are like about unicorn princesses and like her mm-hmm. teacher and being at school and like all these things and like just how they depicted yeah. dreaming and how sometimes it incorporates, um, you know, what you went through that day mm-hmm. and all the feelings that come up and then like dancing unicorns. Yeah. I just thought it was like so great. <laughs> and when she was a little girl in like early childhood, I liked how they showed when she was jumping over furniture, actually lava. Yes. And it was like their, your imagination is so, so like big. Yeah. powerful and real when yes. you're a child. Um, so like, it's not that you are seeing lava on the floor, but your imagination is so powerful that like, you really can like feel yes, it. You I know? know. Yeah. And that even goes to sh- like, into with Bing Bong, you know, like reunite and like how excited Joy was to see Bing. Like, yeah. 
you mm-hmm. used to have so much fun and um just like showing all the ways that yeah. Riley would like play with her imaginary friend again as an only child mm-hmm. you know I thought that was an interesting um choice as well yeah and then how like you know, while Bing Bong had to like have the realization that he had to stay behind for Riley to grow, mm-hmm. it was almost like her core emotions had to be able to tap into her inner child yeah. in order yep. to grow. It was just so beautiful. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was just like an excellent, I think you should watch this in grad school yes, or, right? you know, like, any like their psychology, psychiatry or class. Like a, and like, you know, like in middle school when they teach you about sex, and it's always awkward and weird. Like you could also watch this as part of that yeah, whole maybe I agree. <laughs> cu- curriculum of like development. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe we introduce this in like fourth grade. Yeah. You know, like it's real easy for mm-hmm. kids to understand. Um, I think kids really resonate with it. But again, because you're seeing these really complex emotions depicted in a movie, like yeah. with imagery and and jokes and all this stuff. And like kids at Riley's age mostly wouldn't really have the words to say to her parents, like, actually, I feel this way. And when you say I'm strong, it makes me feel confused or this way. Mm -hmm. Like, again, they don't have the words yet. So it was just so, I just loved it. Like they were on the train and the whole thing, like, well, what are these? This is facts. This is fiction. Oh, who cares? We just mix it up. Like, we don't have to keep it organized. Just, like, funny little jokes yeah. like that. We're so smart mm-hmm. and witty. I loved it. Yeah, I laughed at the, like, fact versus opinion. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. In a box. And, like, they all look the same. Just mix them up. <laughs> I, um, what else? I thought it was interesting thinking of, like, the memory dump, mm-hmm. right? And, like, where... We forget things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also interesting or just something to like reflect on is that it's still to a degree in there somewhere, right? So you can be triggered mm-hmm. and all of a sudden have this memory mm-hmm. for or or have a little bit of almost, which I think is such an interesting concept, like deja vu, right? Like, yes. oh, you have this little deja like, vu. Yes, yes, feeling yes. based on like a smell. You're like, oh, like there's something re- like... I remember about this and you can't quite like touch on it. I yes. think that's, they also, I mean, again, not in the words that I'm using, but like referenced that. They did. I love yeah. that. The deja vu reference. And I thought they picked just such poignant, like cognitive functions mm-hmm. to portray, right? Yeah. Like obviously they don't depict everything, but the ones that they did and when they used the ones like humor, fact versus opinion, um, or no, sorry, when they used deja vu, fact versus opinion to really be humorous Mm -hmm. but on point i just loved it It was so funny um i had heard one time that like deja vu or someone who experiences a lot of deja vu Mm -hmm. is like an older soul Hmm. and like you've been here before many times and someone who like doesn't experience it a lot like is new oh um i get i kind of like just interesting way to think about it i've heard what else like um if you have a lot of deja vu you're like way more open you're more like empathic you're more um Mm. uh like just like have a a lot of self-awareness you might not be like a great like human i don't know but like you just (laughs) feel like you're open to things and then if you don't it's like you're closed i think it's just interesting how people like perceive um it besides you know i guess like the definition of it that Um, makes me wonder if mm. there's any like neuroscience that's looked yes. into that. I yeah. bet there is. Now I kind of want to go look it up. Yeah. If we find any, maybe we'll again try to put it in the show notes. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> People link their merch to it. So I feel like it's got to just be a link. Oh, okay. You maybe know? we can make some merch for Deja Vu. Yeah. 
be like, you've bought this before, before, buy it again. (laughs) That's, that's funny. Um, do you have a lot of deja vu? I feel like I don't really, Um, I feel like I used to, and I don't know what that means, but I feel like I used to have deja vu very frequently and like would Mm -hmm. say that to my mom or like my partner or like a friend and just be Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I feel, I have feel deja vu right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't lately and I don't know. Like just even thinking of brain development, like, right? <laughs> like my brain is less elastic as it was mm-hmm. years ago. Um, I don't know if that mm-hmm. decreases it. Uh, yeah. Again, thinking about more of like a neuro approach to it. That's interesting. Or I'm, you know, something maybe with my, my soul is off. Yeah, maybe you're, <laughs> you're close, closing that door. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, is there anything else about this movie you want to talk about or... Not then that just everyone should see it. I know. I'm like, really so curious cute. to it's adorable. get people's perspective on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it would be interesting for like patients to watch it mm-hmm. for, you know, every, friends, family, just in like what they, what they take. I'd yeah. be curious. I, I feel like this is the kind of movie that like on an inpatient psychiatric unit of all ages, honestly, mm-hmm. but especially probably kids and teens, this would be a great one to have on, like in the milieu. Yeah. Which is, that's like a fancy word for just saying like the common area. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't you think that yeah. would be like a great one to have on? Yeah. It's just so great. And I really want to like start a GoFundMe or something for a sequel about mm-hmm. puberty. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think that we got like a three oh second God. approach with the guy with the boy and his and his brain i was just like oh, i want know, more of but it but you know what we really need portia and like honestly maybe maybe this is our call to task with this podcast is a sequel about living through covid as an adolescent like don't we need that i like, don't so. all the teens need it like there's such a huge mental health crisis right now like we need it disney mm-hmm. we really really need it I feel like every oh my god uh, every intake I have with like a younger person I'd say like 22 and under mm-hmm. um and I know obviously it affects older people but I think it's it's really interesting to see how covid impacted like youth and college students because yeah. it was so I think like when you're an adult like <sighs> things tend to be a little bit more stable, right? Mm. Or the same. And also your brain is, you know, your frontal lobes, the part of our brain that makes us human and helps us with our cognition, um, decision-making stuff doesn't finish developing to like 25, 30. Yeah. So So, like middle school, right? Like (sighs) middle school is so important. High school is so important. College can be so important, right? For like specific Mm -hmm. developmental milestones. So to miss about... Two years, you know, really, I think like the end of one. So I, you know, was kind of reflecting on it with someone recently who's like freshman year of college. Right, like a pivotal year. They went home. um, And did not come back. In March and never came back. And then the following year, they their school like did online only. Mm -hmm. So it's like they missed two full years of what to me. And again, like are developmentally such important times. I know. Adult, we have been impacted in many other ways by COVID and we could go on and on about that but i think it's very unique yes. to younger people with like in the context of their development and also unique that it happened to all of them right and right. it was happening because of a trauma right right like a very scary life-threatening time that like 
as a middle schooler, high schooler, how is your brain making sense mm-hmm. of why you have to stay home and why mom and dad are scared and right. why you're doing school online? And, you know, I will say I found like some people, especially like kids who were being bullied or have a lot of social anxiety or things like that, <clears throat> excuse me, like really thrived mm-hmm. in that break yeah. from daily peer interactions. But I think on the whole, like, gosh, it's so disruptive. Mm-hmm. And and social media. It's just like, whew, I feel like we're just going to be seeing the effects for the yeah. rest of our lives and careers, honestly. I so, think so. Disney, like we really, really need a sequel about coming through COVID. Like like COVID did impact every single every student single in the United States. Like right. whether it was just fear, whether it was online learning, whether like whatever it was, like everyone, everyone was impacted. And everyone's like experience and mm-hmm. the impact it had will be different. Right. But it was there. Right. You know, like, did you ever learn about the, um, what was it called? The GAF score where you, they would try to rank like stressful life events. We used to use it like in the ER when you'd be evaluating mm-hmm. someone and trying to think about like, what are their psychosocial stressors? You know, there's some researcher out there who wants to like yeah. quantify it. Yeah. Um, so they would like, they uh, did some kind of research study um, and then assigned like points mm-hmm. to different stressors and like death, divorce, and moving were like the top three. Um, so these were positive stressors, like having a baby and then also negative stressors and just did, you know, we, we, back in the day, I guess people used to like actually tally it up and put a GAF score in your note. And that would help gauge, like if you go to inpatient or outpatient mm-hmm. or things like that, we kind of stopped doing that, but just, it was really helpful to sort of keep that in mind yeah. as like stressors. Oh, and so great. like COVID <laughs> is like top of the list yeah. now, right? For literally everyone, even if like you're generally doing okay, mm-hmm. it's still there. And, and it we're, keeps we're still coming living up. Like with it, it. Yes. Coming up, I think really interestingly in ways that I, with, with, with all of my patients, mm-hmm. um, whether it's like just reflecting on mm-hmm. why you kind of got catapulted into this mental disorder around that time. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Or, um, having parents kind of lose it during COVID and then make decisions that then impacted, you know, mm-hmm. my patient or something like that. So I think like a lot of stuff keeps coming back to that time. I think mm-hmm. emotions or anything that you were going through separate from COVID during COVID maybe got like even like shuttered and like now it's like things are coming mm-hmm. out. And I th- right. it's just, it, it comes up everywhere. Everywhere. It's like, and and it's interesting. I don't know if you're finding this, but now that we're you know, closer to like three years for when it's also hard to believe like yeah. where we were three years ago. Like I think about that sometimes. Um, but just now when people are noticing having like reactions mm-hmm. this time of year or, you know, people are starting to travel more and maybe have like anxiety about that when they didn't. And I'm finding a lot of people like don't recognize yes. that like yeah. you, you live through COVID, like let's not forget that mm-hmm. part, you know? So usually um, I remind them and I say, you know, even if this isn't at the front of your mind, if you're not like worried about, do I wear a mask or not? Like it's still there. Mm-hmm. And of course it's going to affect you. And right. like, you might just notice feeling different, mm-hmm. uh, you know, about traveling yeah. or something than you did before. So I really want to petition Disney to make a sequel. Like, I feel like the yeah. kids need it. Like, the kids need it. Kids need something, I think, to make sense yes. of. Like, and just, like, kind of not, you know, that it's Disney's job, but, like, just something to help them, like, process and, like, kind of. But Disney does such put a good job with this stuff. And not that it's not this ongoing issue, but, like, just some way to, like, formalize or, you know, identify, make it concrete. Yes, just like yeah. this movie did. Yeah. With, like 
these typical developmental sure. things. Yeah. Like what a hard concept a to move, depict. Friendship changes. Yeah. Integrating yeah. complex feelings yeah. and, and being able to sit with it. Like it isn't Disney's job, but Disney's like really good yeah. at this stuff and they have the budget. Yeah. So maybe I'll write them a letter today. Yeah. We'll see. Well, thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed hearing about Inside Out. It's yeah. really fun. I think, you you know, watch it again if you've seen it's it. So Tell adorable. someone to watch it. I just think it's yeah. great. And please sign our change.org yeah. petition yep. in the show notes. Yep. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at Analyze Scripts. Make sure you um, send us an email if you'd like to chat or give us some ideas at mm-hmm. Analyze Script Podcast at Gmail. Make sure that you are subscribing to us on mm-hmm. Apple Music and Spotify and mm-hmm. wherever else you mm-hmm. find your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's all of that. That's it. Stay tuned. We'll see you next Monday. All right. Bye. Bye. This podcast and its contents are a copyright of analyzed scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe. That's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This podcast and its contents are a copyright of Analyzed Scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe. That's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. 
As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time.